like these kids now came back from camp and they're like at mass together they're sitting together they're they're hanging out outside of mass they're getting to know each other mm-hmm. and they're journeying together and they don't mm-hmm. feel alone yeah. in yeah. their faith yeah. and like what a blessing Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Bullets in the official podcast of St. Anthony of Padua. My name is Nate Hoffman. I'm the Communications and Development Coordinator here at St. Anthony's. And today I am joined by two young (laughs) married parishioners that just happened to work here as well. Sammy and PJ Pierce. What's up? How's it going? Hi. I'm PJ. (laughs) PJ, By the way. Sammy. The other voice is Sammy. Hi, this is Sammy. How's it going? So, Sammy PJ, welcome back <laughs> to the podcast. Thank you. It's been, I've been just waiting and not nervous at all to be back on the podcast. So. You've been dreaming about being back in the seat. Yeah, definitely not nervous about it at all. Uh, you've been on before? <laughs> one time. I think like our first month here, I think we came back. How long have you been here now? It's almost a year. Almost a year. July 1st will be one year. Okay. And it's it's mid June right now. So, you guys are not new. No, and not. that's so so interesting. Like I, I've been here for two years. I still feel new. Yeah. I still, but feel I'm new. not new. I can't yeah. be really considered yeah. the new guy because mm-hmm. there's you two and Kevin, and yeah. then a lot of other like Fa- Father other Jesse's newer employees. than us. Yeah, Father David's newer than y'all, right? Uh, we, we actually started had... the same exact day. Mm-hmm. So we're actually so it's easy for us to remember because people remember Father David's first day. I think about it opposite. I, I think oh, about oh, okay. you guys came on July 1st. Okay, so Father oh, David that's was when the Father same David day. Came. Yeah. No, no, no. So like for me, that's how we remember. We're like, okay, he started July 1st. So did we. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was like, <laughs> he stole our thunder just a little bit, which is great. I actually like that. And I don't know if you're, <laughs> sounds like you're just joking about that. That was, that I sound love, like a joke. Actually. I have two people <laughs> but it's in genuine. my life and no three now. My, my brother's a priest. He's more famous than me. I That's love awesome. it because he takes the pressure off of me doing yeah. good things. Yeah. My so best cool. friend is a very successful dentist and former focus missionary. So when we're hanging out, it's like, yeah, just people talk to him. It's great. And my wife is, is far more gregarious and outgoing than me. So I love it. No matter where I am, it's no, like yeah, just someone else has the pressure of like, yeah. you know. That is nice. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. One. Like, I love that he started the same day as us because yeah. it's like, I don't know. Like, I just feel connected to him then, too. Yeah. And, like, people were so excited. Like, when you get a priest, sorry, he gave a ton of his life. He gave his life to be a priest. Oh, yeah. I didn't give my life to be a youth minister, but it is something I'm, like, giving this part of my life to. Yeah. Like, you give your life to ministry in general, but particular jobs that we have, but he's, like, a priest. So that's, like, I don't know. So in general, it's, like, he's better than us. <laughs> <laughs> ontologically and, speaking, and yes. Ontologically. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but we just, we loved that we started the same time as him. Yeah. Um, it's been a great year. Yeah. Like we've loved it. It's been really awesome. It flew by, like it went by so fast. Yeah. Um, and I'm still processing like the year Mm -hmm. and just everything that we've been through. Yeah. It's been like a really, really cool journey because we, you know, moved from Colorado to here and like, Man, it's just been so fun. Everyone's been so uh, inviting and nice. And, like, yeah, the Southern hospitality thing is actually no joke. It's and, true. And, uh, yeah, I kind of knew it from friends that I've had that are from Texas and the South. And it's been really awesome. You guys, I don't know if you're online enough to have seen this, but there was this thing called Sweden Gate 
recently. No. And it, it, was this, it was essentially a graph or a picture of Europe, and it, and it had, like, the you know, the percent likelihood that a, a, a family will offer you food if you're at their house. I actually did hear about so this. So Spain, Italy, yeah. even France or something was like, yeah, you're going to be offered food. And then the farther north you went in Europe, the less likely it became that yeah. anyone would offer you food. And up in Sweden... It was like zero percent, and then Swedish people were coming out and saying, "Like, yeah, we would never offer a stranger food. That would be ridiculous." Yeah, and yeah. everyone else in the world was like, "You guys are insane. You, that's terrible. <laughs> that terrible. Feed your guests." Yeah, I heard about that. Maybe from it's like, a, like uh, because the more north you are, the like <laughs> the more valuable food becomes. Yeah, the right? more valuable it, it is. Be. So it's like you're like, "No, nah, this is mine." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not this sure. Like, there's not guys, much of this out <laughs> there. You guys can freeze in the cold for all I care. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I hope I don't have any Swedish listeners here who are yeah. like, "Sorry." <laughs> oh well. All right. So. The reason you guys are on this podcast yes. is because you're very interesting and cool <laughs> people, but also you just got back from camp. That's right. We came back from uh, Camp Covecrest. We were we took about 48 kids, uh, high schoolers, uh, out to. I like how you say about. Like we're not sure how many. I we think. Took. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Plus or minus. Plus or there minus. There were 48 teens, and we had there. seven adults. Yeah. With us, like leading the teens. Yeah. So it so was so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Let me start here. Why camps? Why did you? So why why yeah. do youth ministries around the world, around the country, they do their thing during the year and they almost yeah. always take kids to camps? Why do all youth ministries do that? Yeah, I well, I've noticed. Uh, I've been talking. I was talking to Sammy how I noticed like even down in here in Texas and Colorado a lot. Like it was very common for kids to go to camps just every summer, just to go to a camp, science camp, whatever. And uh, we grew up in California, and I felt like that wasn't, at least where we lived, like that wasn't a thing normally, that kids just went to camp. So um, the idea of camp, like I, I think we, I went to Camp Tepiak, which was a life teen, also a life teen camp. Um, we, Covecrest is in uh, Georgia um, for everyone listening. Um, and like that was a super special treat. It was like going out of the country is how it felt for me. Um, and so I... I think something about camps and the reason why I think they're so popular and why like we should have kids go out to them and like why they they're effective I think is is just having kids be able to like experience um I guess church or different subjects I guess like all together like being being there for one purpose like most camps have like a particular goal in mind often and I think my favorite thing about that is that they they really really participate in that specific thing and and fall in love either with Christ or whatever subject they're talking about. Camps are great for mm-hmm. coming together for a particular either subject or goal and I think that's why I think most people are drawn to them whether that's like I know a lot of mm-hmm. our parishioners will send their kids to I heard science camp you know um biology yeah, it's a great camp. way to like learn something quickly mm-hmm. i think having that whole week you know it's like you could be going to faith formation each week for an hour mm-hmm. right and like learn stuff you you will right and it's like that weekly habit is really important yeah. but there's something about the overnight retreats that we mm-hmm. have and you have a whole week, right? It's like five days of content, but not just the content. It's like the activities. It's the free mm-hmm. time. It's um, you're sleeping in a place that's not your home. Like there's lots of things you're thrown out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and you're forced to like think about a subject, like you said. Yeah. Right. And 
and they quickly either dive into it um, or like realize the importance of the thing Mm -hmm. that the camp is all about. Yeah. Um, Did you find that to be the case this week? Oh, or yeah. last week for those 48 kids. Yeah. Definitely. I think each one was on a different journey, but yeah, would you say like by the end we saw this like yes. shift in in like excitement in their moods mm-hmm. towards one another, towards church. Yeah. Um yeah, it was really encouraging. Yeah. I think the best thing about at least Camp Covecrest like um is that when you're at camp, like at, at that camp specifically, um, and it's like, you know, a Catholic camp, it's really awesome. Um, the, the free time and the things that kids are able to do without us like being there and like having to watch them exactly, know exactly where they are all the time. Like, um, there is a bit of that, right? We, We have to not, we have to make sure they're safe and everything. But at this camp, like something that is really freeing about it is that, kids can really like high schoolers can just be high schoolers and like they have this whole beautiful like area where they're playing games they're playing you know uh a big one a big game out there was spike ball it's a huge huge hit love spike ball spike ball it was a huge nine square was another one that people loved playing it's like four square but nine squares instead yeah it's amazing it was awesome it's um, amazing <laughs> like really innovative games right yeah yeah, yeah. And they're just multiplying them you know kids, the squares. kids they, they just get to chill out there's like so many beautiful um like just moments for them to encounter other other people from uh, across our you know nation which is kind of cool there's people from everywhere going to this camp um and also times for them just to relax and there's hammocks everywhere that was really awesome yeah there were hammocks everywhere yeah it was so great. i think this mm-hmm. like there's real uh beauty to having this freedom of like having like a culture of catholicism like being living in it like the whole week mm-hmm. because um that that's like one of the things some of the kids said like wow we have like a lot of good free time like like you know at, at this camp or that camp like it was like they had to be with us all the time there's always something structured and they really enjoyed that that freedom and i think that's something the mm-hmm. camp really provides well um is this sense of like actual freedom and then also times for us to have intense pr- prayer or mm-hmm. um to to have some sort of good catechesis along with that yeah their sessions were super intentional so like the times that they were sitting being talked to by somebody was not like a long period of time. So they used, I feel like they used the time very well Mm -hmm. so that they could have free time. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you have them in a room and you're teaching them something like, don't just do a bunch of like, uh, don't just talk at them for like an hour or like, don't just do, I don't know, like don't waste the time, the transitions. Right. Um, And I think they, they've been doing camps for a while now that they like get, the attention span of high school but they don't like talk down to them they yeah. like challenge them and then they say go try it now like they'll talk about prayer and then go they'll pray. say go try it now i think these things are more and more necessary for teens as uh i don't know just the way things are going like my confirmation kids that i worked with they're like sophomores yeah every week they were stressed about something with school Usually school. I mean, school is taking over their lives. They're like, I got papers, I got homework, I got to be in the top 10% of this class. So I love the idea of just having 
just be a 15 year old out of this camp. Yeah. You know, don't, you don't have your phone. You're not checking your emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids have emails. Um, <laughs> you're, you're just like, no, Sammy and PJ will tell you what you do and just do that until they tell you to do something else, yeah. you know, and, and mm-hmm. just kind of cut back and, yeah. and, and relax. Uh, what was the, what were the sessions like? So I, I've never been to a life teen camp. Maggie Craig was yeah. the leader or, yeah. or the uh, MC. The yeah, they call it the, the host. host. Yeah. So she's the one that would be like, yeah, on the microphone, giving the teachings, like kind of like how Mike would do yeah. with, with our year one group or like how PJ does with youth group and how I do it with the middle school. But so she was the one on the microphone um, and kind of guiding them in stories, like sharing stories mm-hmm. and teachings with them. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Uh, it was, it was kind of cool. I, I really appreciated like the flow of each day, like yeah, every day. Yeah, we can day. go through a typical day and like yeah, kind of share. Yeah, should we do that? Just like, sure, yeah, go through a day. What, yeah. like a, a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday? Like those yeah. days where, because Monday was a little different because we were like arriving to yeah. camp. Mm-hmm. But so say like a typical day at camp, you could wake up early. So they called the first hour of the day. It was like 7 to 8, 7.30, 8.30. Um, it was the hour of mercy, which was super cool. So... It was like not like we we didn't make everyone get out of bed and go to this thing. It was like if you want, there are priests out and they were just out on the fields, yeah. In this beautiful the center of camp, there would just be priests set up with chairs, like just in the chairs. middle of They're the just, field, just you know, ready for confession. Ready right? for confession, wow. yeah. And they call yeah. it the hour of mercy. So it's like you start your day off if you're like, yeah, I want to go to confession this morning and mm-hmm. like get a start to your day and some of our kids really took advantage of it it was awesome and you would see some just go out and they would just sit on a chair and just look over the lake the little like pond Mm -hmm. that was there um so yeah that's how each day would start was with the hour of mercy and then we'd have breakfast and so um actually no sorry before breakfast yeah we would do a like morning praise and each day was a little different but they would teach a type of prayer or devotion. So Mm -hmm. uh, one of the days was Lexio Divina. So we just like brought our Bibles and Maggie just walked them through how to do prayer in the morning with your Bible. And so uh, we would just start with that. It was like a simple morning session. So that was really the way we got people out of bed was we're like, okay, we need to be at this morning praise. We don't want to miss that. Um, So that was like our real like start date Mm -hmm. was to go to this morning praise start the day in prayer and then quickly after it was like a very short session we'd go to breakfast yeah um yeah do you want to jump in you want yeah. me to keep going sure no no <laughs> I, I was just I'm, <laughs> I'm a good listener so. cj's enraptured by <laughs> yes. sammy's uh, description right just now. so beautiful but yeah we just love so that smart. like each day was started it was like a soft start to yeah. the day cool. yeah it wasn't like a we everyone wake like up that. and like screaming at them to yeah. wake up or something right just yeah. like in general, like they might feel that way during the school year where it's like At an alarm retreat, wakes them up happen. and they're just like, they're very anxious about the day. It's like here at camp, we were like, it was like a soft, you know, we did have to flick the lights on a few times and be like, guys, got to get out of bed. But <laughs> like for the most part, yeah. they didn't have a hard time getting yeah. up because they were excited yeah. about the day. What about during the day? Was there yeah. like talk sessions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were. Uh, so after that, you know, breakfast would happen after that morning praise, which I, I found like really awesome and just good to 
have have kids learn different types of prayer like i thought that was amazing mm-hmm. and then yeah and then uh we would do uh you know breakfast and then after breakfast normally there was like a particular activity that we were going to go do yeah. or um and they like, would, like gather us in that main room yeah. to like explain it yeah so we'd have about like you know we'd have that like morning session in a way and then an evening session yeah and uh those were like the bigger kind of like teaching moments mm-hmm. was there a theme yeah. to the camp this year like there was what was the thing it was called always, always forward. forward i just thought we could say it together that was cool <laughs> how you said it together yeah wow so always forward was the theme and that's going to be like a theme that we take into the year as well yeah. with our um with our life teen high school group yep always forward because it's all you yeah. guys do a life teen program here at yes. the church. yes yes coming together for me right now that's right so <laughs> at camps they introduce the new theme for the year so yeah. they they like to have that theme carry out through the whole summer but then mm-hmm. also into the school year yes um into our life nights cool. mm-hmm. um so you're hearing yeah. talks i i saw pictures of like ropes courses that that's yes. going on too yes. that's, that's like, like midday it's like activities. after lunch or before lunch there's like major activities i i guess i could call mm-hmm. them so, um, yeah, there, there's like ropes courses, like high and roll, lo- or sorry, whoa, <laughs> I, I mixed that up. <laughs> high ropes and low ropes. Um, and yeah, that, that was really cool. This was our first time to camp Cove Crest. Uh, me and Sammy, we'd never been campers there even. Um, but, um, it was super fun. Like there's all these different, um, you know, crazy, crazy, like things they get to do, uh, like with high ropes. One of my favorite ones to see people do was like the Jacob's ladder, which Mm -hmm. like is a ladder that it starts out kind of easy. You do two people at a time and you're going up like two stories up in the air and, um, you have to help each other out at one point because the planks are getting farther and farther apart. It's like a ladder that the planks get farther (laughs) away from each other. It was so cool to watch because like, everyone's cheering each other on and you're like helping like you have to communicate when you're up there so it's like just the lessons they learn from doing these activities Mm -hmm. that um that are like super fun but like they are bringing out like virtue in kids or to show like the things that maybe they're struggling with, like if they mm-hmm. struggle with trusting their partner, they're not going to do as well on Jacob's yeah. Ladder. Or Did like, you two do Jacob's Ladder? We I didn't. Wish. You know what? Like there were so <laughs> many teens that were like so excited to do stuff. I was not going to cut in front of people. So there was a point yeah. we wanted to do it, but you know, next Kids year. Kids were like come telling next us, PJ and Sammy, <laughs> yeah. you guys so have fun. to do Jacob's Ladder. And, I, and we're like, oh, we'll try. Yeah. And like, but we just. You know, I, I want to make have sure the heart to like, yeah, be to in cuts. front of a teenager who wanted to do it. Exactly. Like, like this is for you. This is not for me. So yeah. I did do one of them, which was like, didn't have a line because uh, mm-hmm. it was really fast to do it. Yeah. And it was like basically these like two by four with like big staple looking things in them to it like climb. <laughs> it looked very dangerous and people, got <laughs> but it was so fun. And, um, yeah, so I was like, I felt accomplished. Like, you get to the top, and they have a bell yeah. at the top of these things. Yeah. So everyone Every who's doing thing. these different, you know, there's, like, five things happening at the same time. You hear the ding. Yeah, and, like, so you're you're watching. If you're waiting in line for something or you're down below, you're just, like, cheering people on. That's yeah. awesome. And so it just, like, brought about this great, like, teamwork, um, even though it was, like, individual stuff people were doing. Yeah. Um, because we were, like, excited for people. Yeah. Right. Everyone's yeah. rooting and, for the same. And goal. on top of that, the teenagers have to belay uh, the mm-hmm. other people going up. So they have to – what belaying is, if no one's ever heard the term, it's, like, 
uh, you have a, a, a team of four or so um, that are helping the other person get up safely and hold their weight onto the rope. And uh, like that was also a really cool thing to witness kids like cheering on like, oh, I can't go up. I can't reach that. They're like, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You can reach that. Yeah. You can do it. And then like once they get, my favorite one was there was this cargo net one and and like every single time I told kids like they reached to the top and they and, and then we're like all right now stand up on top of it and they're like uh they're like everyone's like yeah stand up and it was like <laughs> so fun and they yeah. stood up and they hit the bell triumphantly mm-hmm. every time and they they like most of the kids I mean I would say all of them were all like nervous right if they've never mm-hmm. done it before but all of them did not regret like doing yeah. it they like so. overcome overcame these fears and it's like that's what it's designed to do like it's designed to put them in this uncomfortable situation that's exciting so that they're like taking this leap you know like almost literally right just trusting the people around them so so how do things like that you know we set up a a tough situation for for these kids and they have a breakthrough Mm -hmm. moment and they're they're like i can do stuff is that is does that correlate to like the, the major major goal of the week which would yes. be more like, yeah. 100%. let's introduce kids to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Exactly, because they experience these during the day, right? They're doing these activities outside. They're like running around. They're going on hikes. They're playing with people. They're they're just experiencing the like freedom of like, wow, I can do hard things and I am strong. I am like courageous. Mm-hmm. And then we have these like prayer experiences that we that uh, Life Team does such a great job organizing for these kids and just like setting up an environment in a room that's very prayerful um, and guiding them in Mm. like the spiritual journey they can take in those sessions, right? So it's like, okay, our theme is always forward. Let's talk about, you know, they would talk about specific things. Like let's talk about the things that are hard in your life. And she, you know, Maggie would share specific stories about, things that were hard for her that she would overcome and how like she is like working towards being like going forward Mm -hmm. in her spiritual life and so it was like relating everything to the theme yeah um and then calling kids to like respond so one of the nights it was so beautiful we had adoration so we have our lord in you know in the monstrance and the kids are able to adore him and they invited each teen to bring up um so this prayer experience specifically was like, what are attachments that you have to things that you want to let go of and give to Christ to help you with? Could be anything like addictions. It could be just like insecurities, like whatever is holding you back from feeling like you can go forward to like give that to God. And so they physically had like a little carabiner, which in retrospect, it was so funny because everyone's playing with their carabiner yeah. and just like clicking it, like click, click, click the whole time during the talk. But um, <laughs> so it was a little it was funny because she was like, guys, like, stop doing that. But it's like you give them something, they're going to yeah, play with did. it. <laughs> and so um, but it was just it was very human in that way. And then yeah. they were able to like, you know, Josh was leading us in praise and worship. So we're singing and we're. Yeah, Josh was Josh there. was Josh there. was there. And yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. So I like, love I love the uh, Josh Blakesley was he was, was the there. musician for camp. So he played yeah. like every day. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. He did our sessions. He would he would start the sessions. They would be super hyped up and like they'd be like basically like it was like a, a rave in there. It was like a mosh right. pit yeah. of like just teens just so excited and, and singing so, these like fun songs. So and he then, does both the like let's get pumped and then he'll yes. do praise and worship stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah. So they would like they would like play stuff over the sound system and then he would come on with his guitar or piano and like 
transition it into praise and worship and it was so That's fun cool. i i don't know yeah. if this happened at all but i love the idea of our 48 teens yeah. like super excited to hear somebody new yeah and then yeah. they're like i can't wait to find out who the musician is and they yeah. look up and it's god this, this guy <laughs> what was interesting though is like some of them were like wow i didn't know he could like play like that because the they see him at rock. mass yeah he plays you know, a lot of and, guitar and like to see him and it was really fun like talking with Josh about this too like mm-hmm. to so they could see him in a different setting as well yeah. that it's like he loves singing and praying with music and so mm-hmm. and how that translated to camp was super cool cuz it was like yeah you have the praise and worship like in adoration and mm-hmm. then he would do like you know fun songs with them he would do more like slow songs to help you pray he would play for mass like there were so many opportunities for them to like pray with music yeah um but yeah these those sessions were powerful because you know they have this thing this physical object like a carabiner and they were like asked to come and like hook it to the altar and to basically it was like this act of like let me participate in this like spiritual thing that's happening like physically Mm -hmm. and so they were able to like yeah, like create this like chain of carabiners that was like, this is my detachments I'm going to give over. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a cool visual for yeah. them. I think we're all very visual mm-hmm. and especially, you know, teens um, having that visual representation and seeing Jesus in the Eucharist yeah. alongside this like physical thing they're having, they're asking them to do um, was really powerful for them. Mm-hmm. And then we're able to unpack it after in small group. So we have our small group time after these major sessions. So we're not just experiencing this thing and they're not able to like process it. Right. So we, I love that, you know, camp was just designed in that way to like, Mm -hmm. we experience these really cool, fun things together, powerful prayer experiences, Mm -hmm. but then we have small group time to unpack it. And that's what y'all are doing there along with the other seven adults. Exactly. facilitating these experiences yeah. after they have the major ones yeah. with the mm-hmm. what was it 200 300 other students it was it, yeah, they said it. it was actually the biggest group they've ever had for camp ever i can't um, i don't remember how many and i don't know it how was many. a couple hundred it was like sure. yeah a few hundred there was another group that only beat us by two other kids like like of how many kids they brought so it was like uh it was um yeah, it was us and this other group and then like a bunch of other parishes. So Yeah, like it was some huge. parishes only had awesome. like seven, eight kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was pretty cool that we had forty eight. Yeah. Um but yeah, having our like parish time together, we also got to do that. Like at the end of the night we'd have some like they would call it like uh what what did they call it? Parish powwow. No, there was a different name. They call it something different now, but yeah, we kept calling it Parish Powwow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say powwow anymore. So. Oh, you can't? Oh, is that why? Oh, no. I would have, I bet it is. I mean, I hope it's not, but I bet it is. Uh, yeah, we're in It that. was like, they called it, it like, was like breakdown. Church. Snack chat. Snack, Snack chat. chat. There we go. Snack chat. Thanks, Jay. Nice. Oh, Jay came uh, up. So you might not have heard this, but Jay, Jay Martin, our producer, Jay, just came in and he said it's Snack Chat. Snack chat. Jay's actually leading the camp and the same role Maggie was in. Yeah, he's going to be the host in uh, sometime in July. Kind of cool. So Josh performed. You guys took 47 kids yeah. and Jay, I mean, St. Anthony of Padua really repping it. Yeah, yeah we, we it love Cove awesome Like summer. we, and, and I see why. Like it's, yeah. it was a really powerful place mm-hmm. for, like these kids now came back from camp and they're like at mass together. They're sitting together. They're, they're hanging out outside of mass. They're, getting to know each other mm-hmm. and they're journeying together and they don't mm-hmm. feel alone yeah. in yeah. their faith. Yeah, and they, like, uh, what a blessing. 
love that point. Yeah. They're not alone in their faith. Mm-hmm. They're not on yeah. an island. They see not only the students they came with, but the 200 other students mm-hmm. there, and they're all having the same experience. They, yeah. they know for a fact that they're not the only one who yeah. is thinking, maybe God is real, you know, maybe a, yeah. maybe prayer really does help, you know. Beautiful. What's a, what is, what's your major takeaway from camp? You know, leaving that week, what, what do you see, you know, going forward with your youth ministry group here, or, yeah. or I don't know, the future of teenage life in general yeah um my my major takeaway at least like in terms of like ministry here is uh us just trying to you know and trying to provide more instances where the kids can just come together and pray and like just be in joy of like being being catholic and living out their faith and you know whether that's like coming together for sports or socials or you know, movies or what, whatever we have planned this year, you know, um, we have like some, some major, uh, stuff we're doing in the summertime that, it, that's going to be really awesome. But another take bonfire, yeah, yeah. bonfire, which bonfire. actually is really soon. Um, yeah, it might, yeah, it might be, was it next Thursday? Yeah. The so 23rd, the evening of the 23rd. I, w- I would love to just talk about this because it's sure. so yeah. interesting. Yeah. I've never heard of this tradition before, but, uh, mm. It's a Catholic tradition to have a huge bonfire yeah. on the feast or the vigil of the feast of the nativity of John the Baptist. Exactly. Which is one of two nativities that we celebrate. Yeah. I believe. Maybe three. I think we celebrate Mary's nativity. Oh, yeah. I don't... I, sorry. I, I should... I got no, off track. No, that's all right. <laughs> but they have this huge bonfire. Maybe you guys know more about the symbolism, but yeah. but part of it is that it coincides with like the solstice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Longest day of the year. Yep. From here on, it gets... The days get shorter until yeah. Christmas, mm-hmm. echoing John's words, yeah. he must increase, I must decrease, which is kind of interesting. That's exactly it. Um, that, yeah. That's that, a great way. You that is explain a, that You explain well. that correct, actually. That's like the most correct. <laughs> Sounds like I don't need you guys at all. <laughs> no, yeah, we should no. just leave. Um, yeah, um, it's it's really awesome. So, yeah, the summer solstice coincides with it. And like, like you just said, like how St. John... Um, that he said that exact thing that like the Lord must, uh, the, I must decrease and the Lord must increase. So, um, it's really, it's going to be really fun. Um, I, I, I keep telling people it's kind of like Christmas, Christmas in the summer, you know, Christmas in July, Christmas end of June. Because of the nativity. Because the nati- it's a yeah. nativity and like, you know, in six months we're going to be in Christmas. So that's kind of crazy. It's true. So yeah, we're having a party, there. youth ministry kids and their families right oh, yes yeah. families yeah. are invited and we'll have mass to start so this is going to be on a thursday evening. yeah yeah yep. so we'll have mass at six forty-five, and then afterward we're, we're gonna gather in the piazza and Beautiful. just you know spend time together fellowship have s'mores yep um wade mcnutt is gonna play music for us josh is gonna be out of town yeah but wade is gonna be there playing music for us and um it's just gonna be really beautiful and yeah. what i guess like you asked earlier major takeaway is that I was very inspired to um, continue to do events that help bring people together so that we can have that opportunity to pray, but also for kids to meet one another, to be friends, for family friends to like come together and to experience both the like spiritual side, the beautiful like spiritual side of our Catholic faith, but also the like, feasting together and like Mm -hmm. having fun and you can have both like that's it's not one or the other like we're it's not like oh i i'm catholic so i just need to be at mass all the time Mm -hmm. and be like 
quiet, mm-hmm. right? Like those are good things. Those are good things, but we need both. We need like the joy and the like getting messy and like scraping your knees and, and just like being out in nature and being with your friends um, and the prayer experience because they all like, they help make one another like better. Yeah. Like the prayer experiences are better when you have a good day outside and you're like been playing all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like your faith is not just your prayer time. Your faith exactly. incorporates your play time, yeah. your family time. Like everything yeah. can be a Catholic yeah. experience uh, mm-hmm. if you are fully culturally, you know, Catholic. If you yeah. indoctrinated yes. and all, yeah, a re- like real, like yeah, real culture steeped yeah. in the this the brew mm-hmm. of Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. S- steeped in the brew of Catholicism doesn't make any sense because steeped and brewed doesn't. I don't oh think yeah, that you know, phrase works, I but oh, okay. I'm coming up with a, a new like that, phrase that's that awesome. will work. We'll have it ready by <laughs> no. next podcast. Next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, something that I think I really love about like being Catholic is yeah, celebrating those times like even on liturgical calendar, uh, especially on that where we celebrate things like St. Anthony's feast day la- yesterday actually. Yep. You know, we we had the St. Anthony um open house yesterday at Deacon Baldy's and like just celebrating who St. Anthony is like as like our patron of our parish. And Mm -hmm. we, we should have this excitement over our feast days on like to like live. I think I've shared with you before, Nate, like to live like a Gregorian lifestyle of like, wow, Hey, this feast day who, you know, uh, John Paul's named after my son, you know, if I have a son named John Paul, like, we're going to we're going to have ice cream on the day of John Paul II's feast day or like I love that idea of of like just let's yeah, celebrate like, these different mass things and then like hang out and do something fun after like cuz mm-hmm. that's what we experienced at camp a lot was like yep. the like hanging out going to mass and then after you're like so excited and filled with the spirit that you're like want to just like be with your friends and hang out mm-hmm. with them and that's a good desire we have yep And so we, yeah, we see that here in the life of the church, like when we have these away experiences, these retreats, these like camp weeks, the kids come back and they're like so on fire to just like be together. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, what can I do with it? What can I sign up for? Like what Bible studies do you have? Like what, you know, they want to know then like Mm -hmm. the excitement is just the momentum is built Mm -hmm. and you just move with it and you just... You don't fight it. You don't say like, oh, well, that's not, that was just like camp and now we're going back to real life. It's like, no, mm-hmm. how do we like continue that going yeah. forward? Always right. forward. Yeah, always forward. You didn't say it at the <laughs> same <laughs> time. <laughs> always, always forward. forward. <laughs> kind of forced, but. Um, no, yeah, that, <laughs> we'll get it next that's, time. I feel, I'm so sorry, everybody. Thanks for popping on, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> Any last yeah. thoughts? Um, we got a few things in the summer that I didn't mention. Uh, we, we're going to start, we're actually continuing to do a uh, youth group in the summertime on a Wednesday uh, afternoons at 6, uh, yeah, Wednesday afternoons at 6.30. I would call that evenings, but. I've heard oh. it both ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's afternoon. Yeah, it's it is afternoon. certainly afternoon. Uh, yeah, it is afternoon. <laughs> but a lot of people would say evening. Yeah. PJ. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But check out our website. Like we have all our things that we have on there. And what 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 I guess we would like to share with people, just as an encouragement, um, especially adults who are listening to this podcast too, is that there's so much joy in youth ministry, 
And if you do want to experience that joy, like you can come and help with it. Like we're going to be recruiting volunteers through summer. Mm -hmm. um, And then we have registrations in August for all of our student ministries. So um, sign up, like get your kids signed up, sign up to, to help because it brings so much joy. Like I'd love for like if you know of an adult who went on a trip with teens or has done youth ministry, like ask them like how how much joy it's brought to their life because I know for PJ and I, we we came back from the week. Yeah, we got sick because it was like a ton of people together and just a lot of mud that we were in. Lots a lot of mud. mud. A lot of mud. Um, but we were so filled with like inspiration, with joy, with like new um, energy to like, like we were excited. Like, yeah, let's put more stuff on the calendar. Let's like invite people. Let's do more retreats. Um, so yeah, like we just encourage people who are thinking about it. This is your encouragement to sign up and help us because we need help. The more kids we that come, yeah. the more like joyful our church is. Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm on board with that. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. want to find out more, um, I think it's St. Anthony Yeah. It's like S T Anthony. Yep. SaintAnthonyYM.org. If you want to look at our summer schedule, we have stuff for junior high and high school. Uh, when I say junior high, I mean fifth through eighth grade. Yeah, so like middle school, junior middle high. Middle school, yeah. yeah. And all of high school. So, yeah, check check that, that out on uh, SaintAnthonyYM.org. Beautiful. Pierces, thank you for coming on the podcast, and thank you for your work with the youth. Thank, thank you. you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> We said thank you at the same time.